Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Faith, uh, we spent a lot of time talking about here, but faith uh, is belief and action based on the Word of God. So when God says, hey, go, I'm moving you to this country or I'm moving you here, go and take a step, you, you, you say, I know I've heard from God and I'm taking a step in that direction. There may be the question of, well, what our finances going to look like? What's provision? What's a place to stay? And that may not all be lined up, but you take a step based on the word of God. The Bible says, believers shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So if a believer is not laying hands on the sick, they don't have faith that God's going to heal the person. They don't have faith that what God said he meant, that if you simply step out in faith and you begin to act on the word, that you're going to see people get healed. I had a friend that I talked to once. He said, hey, uh, Ryan, you want to um, see more people healed? I said, yes. He said, you, you want to know the key? I said, yes. He said, lay hands on more people. <laughs> but it's, it's, I'm, I'm taking the word as, as my final authority. You know, I, you may lay hands on somebody and then they don't get healed. And then you say, man, what, what happened? What's wrong with me? What's, you know, what did I do wrong? How do I need to figure this out? And the devil wants to get you to back off, but you decide, Lord, you've given me the Holy Spirit as my teacher. If I'm doing something wrong, if there's something where I've missed it, show me. But you tell me, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So I believe your word. And so we, we, we take a look at the word of God and we don't rest on our senses. The word, the, the world wants everything to be able to be defined by their senses. You know, even medical science they have to put a name on everything. But there's things that don't have an origin in nature. Like there's sicknesses, there's there's conditions, they'll call them, there's disease. All of that stuff is first spiritual. So they may be able to diagnose and say, oh, this is macular degeneration. But the reason there's macular degeneration is because there's sin. Everything decays because of sin. Because the Bible says sin came into the world and death reigned because of sin. So the reason the tree decays, but the reason the eye decays as well is because of the law of sin and death. And so you also have things that are purely spiritual. Schizophrenia, right? Schizophrenia is a demon that's been given place. Uh, but the, but they have to have a name for it in medical science. So they're looking for a natural way to describe something spiritual. And that's why they still can't come up with a solution for schizophrenia. And that's why they still can't come up with a real solution for cancer. And I know you hear stories of things that, and the Lord gives natural ways of helping our bodies, but that stuff is inspired by demons. And and so there's a, there's a belief in the word of God that says, God, I believe your word and I'm acting on your word. And so I want to give you three areas um, of belief, of faith, what, where your faith where you need to be strong in faith. And the only way to get there really is by listening to preaching on these subjects and then studying the word for yourself and then beginning to act on the word. If you don't act on the word, you won't see progress. You make a decision. Faith is action. Faith is action. And the Lord will stir you. The Holy Ghost will prompt you. You'll be out in public and the Holy Ghost will say, go talk to the person and lay hands on them. And you're like, I'm in public. What if nothing happens? He He's leading you there, not <laughs> so you can fail. He's leading you there so you can move ahead in the things of God. 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 13, but we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren beloved of the Lord, because God has from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. You know, the word of God is true and the differences, there's things that are truth and then there's things 
obviously that are untruths, that are lies, and then there's things that are facts, and and truth and facts don't always um, they don't always match up. There are things that a doctor may say. All right, here's your diagnosis: macular degeneration. It may be a fact that the eyesight is failing, and 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 you can tell the eyesight is failing, right? But the Bible says that he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was on him, and with his stripes we were healed. And so the Bible is saying that 2,000 years ago, your eye was healed. The doctor is saying macular degeneration. Your senses are telling you, hey, I don't see as well out of this eye. This is macular degeneration. One may be a medical fact, but another one is a truth. The difference is truth is spiritual. The Bible says truth belongs to God. Truth has the power to overcome a fact. A fact can't overcome truth. Truth will always remain. God will always be God, whether or not nothing can change it. And so for us, there's, there's, it's like, it's like the serpents, right? Um, you, you had Moses in Egypt and then you had the witch, the sorcerers or whatever. And they, Moses dropped down his rod and it turned into a snake. And the sorcerers dropped on their rods and it turned into snakes. And so you have, you have two opposing forces. But what happened? The truth will always win out. Moses' snake went on and ate the other snakes. Man, that would have been cool to see. <laughs> but but what, that, what does that represent? It represents that God's word is greater than what the, the facts of medical science may be. The facts of your life may be. You may be broke. You may have... You may be believing the Lord just to pay the bills. And you know what? The Lord will come through for you. Why? Because he always answers. Those who honor him, those who obey him. The Bible says, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I want to tell you, don't stress about money. The Bible says, no soldier goes to war at his own expense. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. The Bible says, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich. So you may look at your circumstance and say, well, I'm not rich. And, and, and that circumstance may be a fact, right? The amount of money in your bank is a fact. But there's a truth in, found in the word of God that we choose to believe. And so you have to mix faith. You have to be able to look at the word and say, I believe that I'm rich, even though my bank account doesn't say I am. I believe I'm healed, even though my eye is telling me I'm not. I believe it. Why? Because God's word is true. Let everyone else be a liar. Let everyone else be a liar. It is a, it is a settled fact in heaven. You are forgiven and you are healed and you are blessed. Many people just haven't taken manifestation of that. But I want to tell you that I believe the truth. So number one, our faith is in the truth. Number two, our faith is in the blood of Jesus. So it says here, uh, being justified freely by his grace. This is Romans 3, 24 and 25 being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. So we have faith in his blood. You know, the blood of Jesus is so powerful and we could do a whole podcast or podcast on the blood of Jesus, but having faith in his blood, first of all, his blood washes away our sins. We're not covered. Our sins aren't covered in the blood of Jesus. We're covered in the blood of Jesus. 
but our sins are not covered in the blood of Jesus. Our sins are washed away by the blood of Jesus. Under the old covenant, their sins were covered. And that's why their conscience was always messed up about their sins. It's because their sins were covered. Our sins aren't, that's why they, oh, it's under the blood, brother. No, it's not under the blood. It used to be under the blood. Now it's gone. He's removed our sins far from us as far as the east is from the west. So we're washed in the blood. So I have faith in the blood that when I approach Jesus, I can approach God wholeheartedly without condemnation. Why? Because old things are passed away. All things are become new and all things are of God. There's been a cleaning that took place. Those things are gone. And so it's been washed away. I can have confidence because it's been washed away. It's like having dirt on your face and then you realize and you look in the mirror and then you're like, man, I got to go into this meeting. And, and when you get the face cleaned, you're like, I have nothing to worry about because that dirt is gone. It's not like you're standing there. Oh, no. Can they see the dirt on my face? I hope they don't notice. Does God see my old sins? I have faith in the blood of Jesus. The, the blood of Jesus also protects me. The blood of Jesus keeps me from harm. Right now, you're washed in the blood of Jesus. And, and you're covered by the blood of Jesus. And so you're, you're protected. You're like, even the devil knew this. He went to God about Job. God said, have you considered my servant Job? And he said, you've put a hedge of protection around him. I can't touch him. You know, Satan isn't all-knowing. He doesn't know where everyone is all the time. But he knew that Job had a hedge of protection around him. Why? Because he had been there. (laughs) He had to have been there. He had to have showed up and tried to get in to mess with Job. He's like, hey, there's a hedge. I can't get in. It wasn't a physical hedge. It was a spiritual hedge of protection. And so, so... the faith in the blood of Jesus, that God is protecting me. God is keeping me. God is keeping me from harm on the roads. That you can relax and know that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. No harm will come near my house. No evil will come near my house. No devastation will come near my house. I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. And then the last one I want to cover today is faith in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in Acts chapter 4, I'm going to read 10, 10 through 12, Be it known unto you all, to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which is set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. You know, the name of Jesus is the number one name given to men. There's no other name that has higher spiritual authority. You know, you could be in a family of the Rockefellers. You could be in a family of the Morgans or the Chases or the, you know, whatever it is, the the bankers of the world. You could be in a family of some political uh, party. You could be a Trump or an Obama. You could be, uh, you could be some, anyone, anyone. And you could have, there could be something attached to the name that gives you authority. But that's authority in the natural realm. That's authority in in the political realm, in the banking realm, in the financial realm. And so there could be weight to that name. And you could walk in a place and people recognize you. And you're, you know, if you are a child of LeBron James or Michael Jordan, there's you, you walk in and hey, your last name is this, your father is this. And so there's authority. Jesus, the name of Jesus, the name that's been given unto us, has authority in the spiritual realm. You see in Matthew 8, the centurion comes to him and says, hey, my servant's sick. And he said, I'll come. Jesus said, I'll come. And he said, no, 
I'm not worthy that you would be under my roof, but I'm a man under authority. I speak and people go. Just speak the word only. Why did he do that? He recognized there's no distance. If I can command someone to go, he can command sickness to go from here. He doesn't have to come. And so that's spiritual authority. The name of Jesus, it has the has spiritual authority. Cancer has to bow to the name of Jesus. So there's faith. There's the trust that God has given us this name, and we esteem the name. I know people use it flippantly, and it's used in a curse word. And then I know people just like, you know, you you say, people think, I'm going to say the name of Jesus a hundred times. No, it's, it's, how do you see more miracles? You, you believe, you believe the Bible, that you can say that name once and every demon in hell has to leave. Why? Because it's the name. The Bible says that the name of Jesus, every knee must bow on things in heaven, things on earth, things under the earth. Cancer has to bow to that name. People look at cancer like it's this big thing. And I know people die from cancer, but but <laughs> the name of Jesus is far above cancer. You know, it's the name that's above every name. It's like the, it's like the term most high God. You know, there's the highest, there's the higher, there's the high, the higher, the highest, and then there's the most high. That term most high guarantees that it doesn't matter what else comes into play or who else arrives on the scene. God is still the most high. You can't get higher. And it's the same. There's no other name given unto men that they can be saved. It's the name that it's above every other name. So it doesn't matter what new virus gets invented, what shows up. The name of Jesus is still above it. And so placing your faith, Lord, I trust that you've given me this name for my protection. Lord, that that while I'm here on this earth, I will see signs and wonders. Lord, why? Because that name Jesus, it carries authority. It carries the ability to cast out spirits, spirits of fear, spirits of unrest, spirits of torment, unclean spirits, spirits of infirmity, to cast them out. It's given, it gives authority to speak and nature listens. If you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. Matter has to listen to that name like when Jesus stilled the storm. Matter has to listen to that name like when Jesus multiplied the loaves. That, that name carries authority. So there's faith in the name. And so those are the three things. Faith in the truth. Truth has the power to overcome facts. Faith in the blood. That, that you're covered, that you have bold, that you're washed, that you're covered, that you have boldness before God. And then faith in the wonderful name of Jesus. I believe there's miracles today by that name of Jesus. I believe that by today, people are going to receive breakthroughs by that name. That when you pray in faith and you use, you esteem the name. Man, I encourage you, if you feel like, man, I, I, I don't know if I really have a strong faith in these things, you start f- pulling out the scriptures. Find all the scriptures in the New Testament on the name of Jesus and begin to read them over, begin to confess them, begin to speak them. What happens? The word of God is alive. It begins to grow in your heart. Hallelujah. Hey, God created us for exploits. Let's go out and work exploits in his name, in Jesus' name. I love you. God bless you. We'll see you soon.